I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, And oppression put a strain on the people I speak what I know Words are reserved for the truth Not perfect, but aware of the example I set for the youth And I sing cause I care And wouldn't want none of these sons and daughters To go astray When I could have paved the way Of all these expenses borne by the people Relegated to zinc fences Keeping the resources out of their reach Breeding frustration in the values you teach In the media every day Then deny them a way to attain it But force them to work and maintain it And not take their share Then police force the fear into the brains of the people I know from experience The system is flawed and unfair So I much as I possibly dare And I sing for justice In a time when the people may be too distracted to even care My voice will still be
flow of the water of life. From the light, seeking refuge in the dark. She's a lark from the ox, spitting lyrics from the heart. Honey collected it, brainwaves stay connected it. Her meditation skills keep her traveling through the stars. Came from the ether, destination unknown, flown from outer space, where lots of ancient people were grown. Shown the truth since the youth, and the roots showed the proof. Opening pathways like the Father issue. Like that boot camp sheet, a strange wonder. Ascended to the heavens from the land of down under. Trying to figure how to reunite her people now asunder. She devours these alliances to stave off from growing hunger. Her number, the two stands forever growing wisdom. She is the moon, heed the sun, overstand and make the cycle one. You could catch a politicking on the streets of Mecca. Is she resting Ile Ife to recharge her bio essence? Is when she broke the earthly terrain Born with two Fulani earrings And a pocket full of change That's with the voice That's the sound to behold She broke the mold Renewed the old Turned the microphone To solid gold Spoke with the elders Before she left the home planet And they told her Never disrespect the craft If you can stand it Remember the four facets They will carry you far Not for you to be a star But a preserver of art Part human Cause the body she inhabits A goddess Cause she carry bloodlines Of the immortal status Like Gladys Took the midnight train to Georgia Seeking out the ground Like gold Moorish explorers, the forest of knowledge was barren and weeds were taking over. She took a seed from her magic bag and planted near a 40 clover. A lotus flower grew from mud at the riverbanks. The people start rejoicing, no name is giving thanks. They asked her name, wonder why she wasn't famous She said my name is Cyrock, you're confused on what my aim is I do this not for recognition, but to change my folks' position This is lesson one who wants to hold your tongue and start to listen You are the lost tribe, wanders from the light Sent to conquer universes, turn the wrongness to right The uncivilized have an envious eye And they plotted your demise based on treachery and lies You lost your culture and the jewels that you came with They learned your alchemy and they used it to make a name with Became the false gods while the real ones suffered the Jews became dull and over time they lost their luster You forgot the mission and got tricked into submission Now the elders sent me here to resurrect the beats and rhythms This is your movement and it can never be stopped It's the spirit of our people giving the name of hip hop
full exaltation to those who liberate themselves. Joyous, joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is a spotlight on gaslighting. A spotlight on gaslighting, as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed. We're going to start off in the praise up, starting with 1 Timothy 4.1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. 2 Timothy 3.1-3.5 This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such, turn away. Ezekiel 34.4 The diseased have ye not strengthened, neither have ye healed that which was sick, neither have ye bound up that which was broken, neither have ye brought again that which was driven away, neither have ye sought that which was lost. But with force and with cruelty have you ruled them. 1 Corinthians 13.4-13.7 to 13, 7. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. 2 Corinthians 11.13-14 For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11.20 
For ye suffer, if a man bring you into bondage, if a man devour you, if a man take of you, if a man exalted himself, if a man smite you in the face. Galatians 2.4 And that because of false brethren unawares brought in, who came in privily to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they may bring us into bondage. Galatians 5.1 Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Galatians 5.19-21 Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Matthew 24.4 And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Matthew 7.15 Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ephesians 6.10-6.18 Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins gird about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit,
and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, a spotlight on gaslighting, blessings and grace. Excuse me, carry them infection across the sea. 
attitude was the tool of the oppressor Cause I never planned to set the people free So tell me Mr. Preacher man What is your reaction to the problems that we're facing It's not no blame we're placing We're just pleading we're casing The best way that we can Please as the item overstand Please as the item overstand Mr. Preacher man Oh Mr. Preacher man
Lord. Now listen, in order for you to go to that next level, you may have to go through a little something. Watch when you put that hand up there now. But I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, all of y'all that don't mind going through the persecution in order to go to the next level in God. Just say, Lord, take me higher. Mm, send it, Jesus. Help me say it. Send your anointing. Send it on, send it on down. Send your anointing. Y'all like that?
really driving me Gotta use my feet to go Keep moving down this lonely road I know I hope to find Some kind of peace of mind Maybe a brand new day Will sweep all this pain away Blessings and grace, and I'm back with tonight's theme, a spotlight on gaslighting. Gaslighting is an attempt to make someone believe that he or she is going insane, as by subjecting that person to a series of experiences that have no rational explanation. <laughs> 
Gaslighting is a term often used by mental health professionals. I'm not one. To describe manipulative behavior used to confuse people into thinking their reactions are so far off base that they're crazy. Now, the history and etymology for Gaslight is after Gaslight, a play in 1938 by British writer Patrick Hamilton, subsequently made into a British and American film entitled Gaslight in 1940 and 1944, in which a man attempts to trick his wife into believing that she's going insane. Now, gaslighting is the mind game that everyone should know about. Unfortunately, there's a good chance that we have all been gaslighted by someone at some point in our lives, even if it was just on a small scale, by someone we barely know. Sadly, many fall victim to it within their intimate relationships or even in dealing with friends or family members. There's also a high chance that we will have failed to spot someone was playing this insidious mind game with us. And until we fully understand it, there's a high chance that it can happen. One of the main reasons we may not recognize it is that many of us will fail to believe that those we trust and love are capable of manipulating us. It is this denial that keeps the dynamic going. Also, the gaslighter will most likely be highly skilled in covering their tracks, keeping things subtle, and being a skilled master or mistress of deception. Gaslighting is one of the most extreme, dangerous, and effective forms of emotional and psychological abuse and is mostly carried out intentionally. Gaslighting is a game of mind control and intimidation that is often used by narcissists and sociopaths as a way of controlling, confusing, and debilitating someone. There are numerous gaslighting techniques which can make gaslighting more difficult to identify. Gaslighting techniques are used to hide truths that the abuser doesn't want the victim to realize. Gaslighting abuse can be perpetrated by either women or men. Withholding is one gaslighting technique where the abuser feigns a lack of understanding, refuses to listen, and declines to share his emotions. Gaslighting examples would be, I'm not listening to that crap again tonight. You're just trying to confuse me. Another gaslighting technique is countering, where an abuser will call into question a victim's memory in spite of the victim having remembered things correctly. These techniques throw the victim off the intended subject matter and make them question their own motivations and perceptions rather than the issue at hand. It is then that the abuser will start to question the experiences, thoughts, and opinions more globally through statements said in anger like, you see everything in the most negative way. Well, you obviously never believed in me then. Blocking and diverting are gaslighting techniques 
where the abuser again changes the conversation from the subject matter to questioning the victim's thoughts and controlling the conversation. Gaslighting examples include, I'm not going to go through that again. Quit bitching. You're hurting me on purpose. And trivializing is another way of gaslighting. It makes the victim believe his or her thoughts or needs aren't important. Saying things like, you're going to let something like that come between us? Abusive forgetting and denial can also be forms of gaslighting. In this technique, the abuser pretends to forget things that have really occurred. The abuser may also deny things like promises that have been made that are important to the victim. The abuser might say, what are you talking about? I don't have to take this. You're making that up. Some gaslighters will then mock the victim for their wrongdoings and misperceptions. According to author and psychoanalyst Robin Stern, Ph.D., the signs of being a victim of gaslighting emotional abuse include you are constantly second-guessing yourself. You ask yourself, am I too sensitive, a dozen times a day? You often feel confused and even crazy. You're always apologizing to your mother, father, boyfriend, boss. You can't understand why, with so many apparently good things in your life, you aren't happier. You frequently make excuses for your partner's behavior to your friends and family. You find yourself withholding information from friends and family so you don't have to explain or make excuses. You know something is terribly wrong, but you can never quite express what it is, even to yourself. You start lying to avoid the put-downs and reality twists. You have trouble making simple decisions. You have the sense that you used to be a very different person, more confident, more fun-loving, more relaxed. You feel hopeless and joyless. You feel as though you can't do anything right. You wonder if you are good enough, a good enough girlfriend, a good enough wife, a good enough employee, a good enough friend, a good enough son, a good enough daughter, a good enough husband. Now, according to CNN.com, Donald Trump is gaslighting all of us. Is Donald Trump really a big fan of the intelligence community, as he claimed on Twitter, or did he disparage intelligence professionals when he repeatedly referred to them and their work in a sneer quote about intelligence briefings and the so-called Russian hacking? Did Donald Trump mock a disabled reporter, or did your eyes and the Hollywood elite make you think he did? Did he convince Ford not to move a car plant to Mexico, saving American jobs? Or was it all a fabrication for publicity? Did he win the election with a historically narrow victory, or did he score a landslide? The questions are endless, and the answers, unless you're paying very close attention all the time, can require significant effort 
to ascertain. Reality is becoming hazy in the era of Trump, and that is no accident. The fact is, Trump has become America's gaslighter-in-chief. Mental health professionals have made much of the practice, said to be of a favorite of narcissists and abusive spouses, but more recently, the tactical tampering with the truth has become a preferred method of strongmen around the world. Gaslighting, by other means, was always a common feature of dictatorships, but it has found new vogue as a more subtle form of domestic political control, even in countries with varying degrees of democracy. Now Trump has brought it to the United States. The techniques include saying and doing things and then denying it, blaming others for misunderstanding, disparaging their concerns as oversensitivity, claiming outrageous statements were jokes or misunderstandings and other forms of twilighting the truth. Twilighting the truth. When Trump says something that outrages a portion of the population and pleases one segment, he can have it both ways. Voters are eager for a tough guy president, may be happy with the bully, while those who don't like it may be appeased by the denial. And in the end, few people can keep up with all the facts all the time. And as he tries to undercut the credibility of serious journalists, he makes it even harder for everyone else to find an easy path to the truth. Just before Friday's intelligence briefing on Russia hacks, Trump approvingly tweeted about Julian Assange's statements denying Russian involvement. When he was criticized for trusting the head of WikiLeaks more than the U.S. intelligence professionals, he accused the dishonest media of claiming he agreed with Assange. The fact is, many people hear only Trump's version of events, and polls show many people believe even the most obvious distortions of the truth. He's just getting started. But compared with the man he admires so much, he's a rank amateur of gaslighting. In Russia, the truth became a matter of opinion under a strategy implemented by a clever aide to President Vladimir Putin, Vladislav Surkov. Surkov, who has a background in the arts, orchestrated a kind of political theater in Russia, creating a gauzy facade where no one knew which group was a creation of the government and which wasn't. He reportedly financed liberal groups and neo-Nazi skinheads. Russian politics became theater, and Putin gradually gained almost total control, with the independent media gradually disappearing as an alternative to journalists loyal to the government. Russia's false reality then moved from the domestic arena to global theater. When little green men made their appearance in Ukraine's Crimea, Russia denied that there were Russian operatives in unmarked uniforms. When pro-Russian militias emerged in Ukraine and elsewhere, Moscow claimed 
they emerge spontaneously in a quest for independence. Even as Russian military forces moved into position in a sovereign country. Russia even tried to gaslight United States voters, as intelligence agencies concluded, trying to undermine their faith in the democratic process. And when Moscow thought Trump would lose, it planned to promote the view that the election was stolen under the hashtag DemocracyRIP banner, a plan whose seeds Trump had already planted. The challenge will be a steep one for journalists and for all Americans when so much of what comes from the next president has to be checked and double-checked. The first step is to establish when there is a gaslighting operation in progress. Then comes the battle to hold on to the facts. There is gaslighting by politicians, public figures, and organizations. NBC News anchor Brian Williams was suspended, accused of exaggerating one, if not more, news stories. Returned to the air in some capacity. Here's a job where one is supposed to report the news, not create or make up the news. Clearly, Meaningful explanations, in contrast to apologies for the untruths, have not been forthcoming. And this once deeply respected journalist, as well as news station, has not come forward to clarify his behavior. And then there's the growing scandal with cheating at the highest levels of professional soccer, combined with the re-election and then resignation of FIFA's president, Sepp Blatter who denies any knowledge or personal involvement in the scandal. Soccer, the world's most popular game at every level, is under a very dark cloud. Payoffs and bribery in sports by organizers or players are a serious no-go. For society to function effectively and in a civilized, law-abiding manner, we need trust in each other and in our leaders. We need them to be honest and stable. Gaslighting disables these beliefs and in that sense is worse than immorality. It makes the immoral moral. It threatens our optimism and our capacity to move forward ably. That is why gaslighting is at the national level by national heroes and role models puts all of us at risk. Gaslighting is a tactic employed by narcissists, Machiavellians, cult leaders, dictators, and control freaks. Sometimes even ordinary people can resort to it in the hope of swaying another's opinion toward their own. Whether it's a boss or a colleague, it is possible to find yourself being gaslighted in the workplace often used as a tactic to gain or maintain power, it can drive you to despair if you let it. After being asked to perform a particular duty, you report back to your boss that it's done, only for them to reply, why have you been wasting your time on that when I told you to do X and Z? And if you get a little agitated by this, which is natural, and try to defend yourself, you might be faced with, 
Don't you think you're overreacting just a little bit? Or let's say you were promised a raise after a certain amount of time, only to be told when you bring it up to your boss, I'd never said I was going to give you a raise. I said I'd think about it based on your performance, and that remains somewhat lacking. And then there's the colleague who's scheming to get a promotion ahead of you, who will casually drop some of the following lines into a conversation to undermine your confidence and make you doubt your worthiness when it comes to moving up the career ladder. I heard the boss wasn't happy with, with, with the report you sent him. Someone's in trouble. Weren't you in that email? I guess the boss doesn't trust you with that sort of information yet. I only said I need you to up your game a bit. Geez, someone's a bit sensitive today. Of course, it might be actions as well as words that form the gaslighting. Maybe they turn off your computer screen while you're away from your desk or move some equipment to a different place than you left it. Remember, gaslighting is designed to confuse you and make you feel insecure. And this can take many different forms. In some instances, though not all, the confusion is magnified using one simple technique. The perpetrator might sometimes do a full 180 and pour on the charm, kindness, and loving behavior. What this does is keeps the victim hoping for a positive outcome. It shows them that things aren't all bad and that they can stick things out for another day. It has a side effect which is just as powerful when it comes to confusing and disorienting the victim. By being pleasing on occasion, the perpetrator sows further seeds of uncertainty into the minds of the victim. Instead of knowing what to expect, the victim will forever remain unsure which version of their abuser they will face each day. Will it be the nice one or the cruel one? Gaslighting is a weapon. No matter which way you look at it, gaslighting is a malicious act. It aims to degrade someone's mind in such a way as to make them vulnerable to another's control or suggestion. It can only be described as a weapon because it causes so much psychological and emotional damage. It is a clear form of abuse and a violation of the victim's love and respect. A person who is gaslighting will tell blatant lies. You know it's an outright lie. Yet they are telling you this lie with a straight face. Why are they so blatant? Because they're setting up a precedent. Once they tell you a huge lie, you're not sure if anything they say is true. Keeping you unsteady and off kilter is the goal. They deny they ever said something, even though you have proof. They use what is near and dear to you as ammunition. They wear you down over time. Their actions do not match their words. And they throw in positive reinforcement to confuse you. They know that confusion weakens people. And they project They are constantly accusing you of doing what it is that they are doing. This is done so often 
that you start trying to defend yourself and are distracted from the gaslighter's own behavior. They try to align people against you. Gaslighters are masters at manipulating and finding the people they know will stand with them no matter what. And they use these people against you. When the gaslighter uses this tactic, it makes you feel like you don't know who to trust or turn to. And that leads you right back to the gaslighter. And that's exactly what they want. Isolation gives them more control. They'll put you down to other people. They'll tell you or others that you're crazy. This is one of the most effective tools of the gaslighter because it's dismissive. The gaslighter knows if they question your sanity, people will not believe you when you tell them that the gaslighter is abusive or out of control. It's a master technique. They tell you everyone else is a liar. Now, how to survive gaslighting when someone's trying to manipulate your reality? Remain defiant. Remain defiant. Being defiant does not make you difficult. It makes you resilient. Recognize there will never be accountability. The person who is gaslighting you will never be able to see your point of view or take responsibility for their actions. They will never get it. They will never say, oh, you're right. You have a point. Acknowledgement is not on the cards. And asserting yourself is not just useless, but harmful. Because the person gaslighting will never be able to respond to logic and reason. And so you have to be the one to recognize that logic and reason cannot be applied. Let go of the wish for things to be different. The wish for things to be different is a very powerful thing and it inoculates you to the craziness, to the tumultuous journey of dealing with this kind of person or situation. It allows you to continue to believe logic and reason will prevail. You want to believe the person will change. You want things to make sense, but they won't. You want to feel you are on safe ground. You have to let go of this wish because things will never make sense. You will never be really heard by the other person. Develop healthy detachment. Detaching from the gaslighting does not mean total detachment. It means distinguishing between the world of the gaslighter and the real world. Maintain your clarity. Hopefully, the examples that I gave you will at least help you identify instances of gaslighting in your own life or past. Recognizing it is the first step toward combating its harmful effects. And just remember, nobody has the right to manipulate you in this way. Regardless of the type of relationship, situation, organization, or context, as long as you say what you mean and mean what you say, stand firm in your word as you walk your talk in truth and demand that those you interact with do the same. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis, blessings and grace. 
Oh, 
Rebel them 
Blessings and grace. And I'm back with the go and gnosis, your news infused with consciousness, starting off with the slot.jezebel.com. Alabama passes bill banning abortion from moment of conception. Less than a week after a fight broke out on the Alabama Senate floor over a proposal to ban abortion at the moment of conception, briefly delaying a vote that even Democrats recognized as inevitable. The state has gone ahead and passed. If signed, it will become the most restrictive abortion law in the nation. The proposal bans abortions at every point during pregnancy, including the moment of conception, and charges doctors who perform or attempt to perform the procedure with a felony that can carry up to 99 years in prison. The bill makes no exceptions for rape or incest. The only exception is life endangerment. I know you are all for this bill, and I know this bill is going to pass. Senator Vivian Davis Figueres, a Democrat, said from the floor during the original vote last week, you're going to get your way, but at least treat us fairly and do it the right way. That is all I ask. Reproductive health organizations rightly denounced the vote. Today is a dark day for women in Alabama and across this country. Stacy Fox, the president and chief executive of Planned Parenthood Southeast, advocates and said in a statement, banning abortion is bad enough. Imprisoning doctors for providing care goes beyond the brink. Alabama politicians will forever live in infamy for this vote, and we will make sure that every woman knows who to hold accountable. This bill is part of a larger strategy for Republicans. Alabama Representative Terry Collins, the bill's sponsor, explicitly wanted to ignite a legal challenge with the hope that the bill will move through the increasingly conservative court system and eventually trigger a reversal of Roe v. Wade. They'll get the fight they're looking for. We will not stand by while politicians endanger the lives of women and doctors for political gain. Alexa Colby Molinas, a senior staff attorney at the American Civil Liberties Union's Reproductive Freedom Project, wrote in a statement to CBS News, Know this, Governor Ivey, if you sign this dangerous bill into law, we will see you in court. The bill now heads to her desk. Moving forward to CBSNews.com. Florida governor signs bill to arm more teachers. More Florida teachers will be eligible to carry guns in the classroom under a bill Republican Governor Ron DeSantis signed Wednesday that immediately implements recommendations from a commission formed after the Parkland High School shooting. The bill makes other changes to school safety law enacted after 17 people were killed on February 2018 at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, CBS Miami reports. DeSantis signed the bill in private and didn't issue a statement afterwards, but he previously made it clear he supports the changes made to the law enacted after the rifle-toting former student 
walked into Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School and killed 17 people. We did a lot for public safety, DeSantis said immediately after the legislative session ended Saturday. The Marjorie Stoneman Douglas bill. People had disagreements on, but ultimately, I think we're going to be safer. The bill was one of the most contentious of the legislative session that ended Saturday. It expands the Guardian program that allows school districts to approve school employees and teachers with a role outside the classroom, such as a coach, to carry guns. School districts have to approve, and teachers have to volunteer. They then go through police-like training with the sheriff's office and undergo a psychiatric evaluation and a background check. The new law expands the program to make all teachers eligible regardless of whether they have a non-classroom role. Democrats spent hours arguing against the bill, saying it could lead to accidental shootings or that a teacher could panic and fire during a confrontation with students. Republicans emphasized that the program is voluntary and that the law enforcement in some rural districts could be 15 minutes or more away from a school if a shooter attacks. Broward County, where the Parkland shooting took place, has rejected the program. Florida lawmakers claim they passed this bill for the victims and survivors of the shooting at Parkland, but they have ignored many concerns for student safety, said Sari Kaufman, a Parkland survivor and a volunteer with the Florida chapter of Students Demand Action for Gun Sense in America. Her statement added, Now I'm scared for the next generation of students who will grow up afraid of gun violence in their schools not just from a shooter, but from the guns that could be carried by their teachers. This legislation continues efforts to proactively enhance coordination between education, law enforcement, and community mental health resources to ensure at-risk students receive the help they need before a tragedy occurs, said Republican President Galvano in a news release. He added that the measure will help school districts implement new security and school hardening provisions from legislation passed last year to prevent those who seek to harm our children from gaining access to our school. Moving forward to aljazeera.com, I can't breathe. Officer faces CCRB trial in the Eric Garner death. Eric Garner, a black man, died nearly five years ago after police placed him in a fatal chokehold. The disciplinary trial of the New York City police officer who put Eric Garner, an unarmed black man, in a fatal chokehold began on Monday, nearly five years after widely seen video of the death sparked a national outcry about policing tactics and the treatment of African Americans. Daniel Petalio, who is white, could be fired after the conclusion of what is expected to be a 10-day trial at the New York Police Department's headquarters in Manhattan. The ultimate decision will rest with New York City Police Commissioner James O'Neill. Videos recorded by bystanders' mobile phones showed Garner, who was 43, saying, I can't breathe, 11 times before he died. 
the phrase became a rallying cry in the early days of the Black Lives Matter movement, which seeks to end the disproportionate use of deadly force against non-white people by the United States Police Department. His last words, I can't breathe, tell you who caused his death, Jonathan Fogel, a lawyer for the Civilian Complaint Review Board, CCRB, said during opening statements, he gave his victim a death sentence over loose cigarettes because he disregarded his training. The trial will be closely watched by civil rights activists who say too few police officers face consequences for using deadly force and those, including New York City's powerful police officers union who defend officers for doing a dangerous job. Pantaleo, 33, has been assigned a desk job since the deadly encounter on a pavement in the borough of Staten Island in 2014 when he and other officers tried to arrest Garner on suspicion of selling loose cigarettes. The evidence will show that the ultimate autopsy was wrong, said Pantaleo's lawyer, Stuart London, who ripped up the autopsy report in the courtroom during his opening statement. Officer Pantaleo was justified in using physical force to make this arrest, he added, arguing that Pantaleo did not cause Garner's death. London said Pantaleo did not use a chokehold, but rather a seatbelt maneuver that goes around the torso when slipped onto the neck hold because of Garner's size. Garner was considered medically obese at 400 pounds. New York City's chief medical examiner ruled that Garner was killed in part by a chokehold compressing his neck. A Staten Island grand jury declined to bring criminal charges against Pantaleo later in 2014, prompting nationwide protests and the U.S. Department of Justice to open a civil rights investigation into the death. Garner's family has criticized that investigation at as it has stretched into its fourth year without resolution. The city's CCRB, which prosecutes certain violations of police rules, determined the 2017 that Pantaleo used excessive force. Send the frequency of justice in the direction of that courtroom in New York City as these 10 days pass. In Yeshua's name. And moving forward onto the BBC.com, Monsanto compiled dossier on political opponents. French officials are investigating after revelations that agrochemicals firm Monsanto compiled a potentially illegal file on critics on chemicals and genetically modified crops. The document was made by a PR agency, public relations agency, working for Monsanto, which makes the controversial weed killer glyphosate. Marketed as Roundup by Monsanto, the weed killer has come under fire in France with calls to ban it. Its parent company, Bayer, has apologized over Monsanto's dossier. This is not the way Bayer seeks dialogue with society and stakeholders, Bayer said, adding that there was no indication of illegal activity. The list of some 200 people included politicians, 
journalists, and scientists who had raised concerns about Monsanto's activities, including French MEPs and the environment minister at the time. It was compiled in 2016 ahead of a vote in late 2017 on whether to approve the use of glyphosate in the European Union for the next five years. The vote passed. Glyphosate has been classified as a probable carcinogen, carcinogen meaning cancer-causing agent, by the World Health Organization, but the United States Environmental Protection Agency says it is unlikely to cause cancer in humans. And the European Chemicals Agency said there was not enough evidence to label it as a carcinogen. Moving forward onto TheGuardian.com, Italy plans to fine NGO non-governmental organizations boats up to 5,500 euros per rescued migrant. Italy's government is planning to issue a decree that would mean NGO rescue boats would be fined up to 5,500 euro for each migrant they disembark onto Italian soil. Aid groups said they planned decree from Matteo Salvini amounted to a declaration of war against the NGOs who were saving lives at sea. The far-right interior minister's decree, which will be proposed by the Council of Ministers in the next few days and then voted upon by Parliament, would allow NGOs to be fined from 3,500 to 5,500 euros for each transported foreigner, according to a draft text seen by The Guardian. In most serious cases, the licenses or authorizations to transfer people on board will be suspended for one month to a year. The new decree reinforces the powers of the Ministry of the Interior and the matter of immigration and has the objective of putting an end to the NGO rescues. Medicine Sans Frontiers, for example, would have to pay 440 million euros for saving 80,000 people if the decree had been in place during the last three years. The new decree is threatening legal principles and the duty of saving lives, said Claudia Ladisani, president of MSF Italy. It is like finding ambulances for carrying patients to the hospital. The draft text of the security decree misinterprets the navigation code and the very basis of the international law applicable to the search and rescue. Giorgia Lenardi of Sea-Watch said, the lives of people are reduced to a fine, a fine that actually goes to punish what is moral and legal duty and a human act of solidarity. It shows the weakness of a government that is not able to guarantee control through democratic means and rather constantly feels the need to resort to the threat of using law enforcement. The new rules contradict the Constitution. Italian Senator Gregorio De Falco, who is also a former Coast Guard official, told Huffington Post, It means that those who saved lives have to pay, but it must be borne in mind that those who do not save people go to jail because we have an obligation to save people in distress. 
The decree left hundreds in legal limbo when its removal of humanitarian protection for those not eligible for refugee status but otherwise unable to return home was applied by several Italian cities as soon after its approval by the parliament in December 2018. Salvini has repeatedly declared Italian waters closed to NGO rescue vessels. Several boats have been left stranded at sea because of this hardline approach, which is partly designed to force other parts of Europe to take in more people. Instead of criminalizing NGOs that rescue migrants, Italy should mourn the victims of the latest tragedy at sea, said Lodisani. Last Friday, up to 70 people trying to reach Europe from Libya drowned. Bless their souls. After their vessel capsized in the deadliest such incident in the, in the Mediterranean since January. According to survivors, at least 16 of whom were rescued, the boat left Zawara in Libya, where renewed warfare between rival factions had gripped the capital, Tripoli, in the past five weeks. The vessel capsized 40 miles off the coast of Esfax, south of Tunis, as it headed toward Italy. So far this year, 17,000 people have sought refuge in Europe via the sea, about 30% less than in the same period last year, according to the International Organization for Migration. The IOM said 443 people had reportedly died on Mediterranean crossings since January 1st, compared with 620 in the same period in 2018. The Institute for International Political Studies think tank said that one person died for every eight people who left Libya between January and April, based on analysis of figures from the Italian Interior Ministry. The NGO ship Sea Watch 3 is currently sailing across the Mediterranean towards Libya. They better not think of putting migrants on board, said Salvini. We'll stop them by any means necessary. Moving forward to ElPais.com, Ecuador will give Julian Assange's embassy computers and files to the United States. Judicial authorities greenlight search of a room used by the WikiLeaks founder during his seven-year stay in the diplomatic headquarters in London. The government of Ecuador has taken one more step in its offensive against cyber activists Julian Assange. Ecuadorian Attorney General has green-lighted an operation to search one of the rooms that the WikiLeaks founder used during his prolonged stay at the Ecuadorian embassy in London and agreed to turn over to United States authorities any documents, cell phones, digital files, computers, memory drives, CDs, and any other device that may turn up during the search, according to an official notice that El Pais had seen. The United States government wants Assange to be extradited from the United Kingdom so he can be tried for the release of classified military material in 2010. He's being charged with conspiracy to commit computer intrusion in the United States and faces up to five years in prison if found guilty of leaking 450,000 
internal documents about the Iraq and Afghanistan wars to the media. The search of Assange's sealed-off room will take place on May 20th as part of a petition for judicial assistance issued by the United States Department of Justice to the government of Ecuador. The decision to confiscate Assange's belongings has been communicated to his lawyer in Ecuador, Carlos Poveda. The 47-year-old activist was arrested on April 11th at the embassy in London and turned over to British authorities after Ecuador withdrew its asylum. Assange was granted political asylum in June 2012 by the leftist government of Rafael Correa after all his legal efforts to fight extradition to Sweden had failed. He was wanted in that country on two sexual assault charges. But Carrera's successor, Lenin Moreno, considered Assange an inherited problem and a stone in the shoe. The new administration in Ecuador improved its relations with the United States, and Moreno introduced tougher visiting rules and living conditions for Assange at the diplomatic mission in London. On April 11th, Ecuador revoked its protection, allowing British authorities to arrest the activists. And now the Moreno administration is agreeing to turn over his personal computing devices and files to the United States government. Batlazar Gazan, former crusading judge from Spain, who is now Assange lawyer, has described this latest decision as an absolute violation of the institution of asylum by Ecuador. It is incomprehensible that the country that afforded him protection is now taking advantage of its privileged position to turn over his belongings to the country that is persecuting him. These belongings will be seized without a court warrant, without protecting the rights of political refugees, without respecting the chain of custody, added Gorzon. And this is made worse by the system of illicit recordings that went on at the embassy and over which a complaint has already been filed. The systematic violation of Assange's rights is going beyond conceivable limits. Atar Martinez one of the lawyers in the legal team defending the Australian activists says that Ecuador's recent initiatives are a manifest and radical violation of the right to a defense, since those documents and devices contain all of Assange's communications with his lawyers and his legal documents. This is confidential material that will allow the United States to come up with new charges to request his extradition. The WikiLeaks founder had formally told a London court that he does not wish to surrender to extradition to the United States. Days before that, another British court sentenced him to 50 weeks in prison for jumping bail in 2012, at the time when he was facing extradition to Sweden on rape and sexual assault charges. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology, blessings, and grace. Your hands in the air 
All when you do good for enough of them And have them as a friend, them no member She tell me say No play even lost tricks Them are cooler than 3 December So remember Keep your eyes open Don't rely on friends Cause you were born by Father's killing sons, early in the age and the ending soon come. Oh, them say I love make the world go round. I mean, nothing about the pan the earth has shown none. see, friends and loud friends for nothing. Nation that fight nation with bombs and guns. Oh, me be trust strangers when leave a family and friends have things I say are for them. Keep your eyes open, don't rely on friends. Cause you were born by. Change life for seasons. That's the way life is. My mama said, This world is a struggle and a cycle. Be careful of all you crossing it. So make sure when you are give you do it with a clean heart in it. Keep your eyes open. Don't rely on friends. Cause you were born by. People things go out for mine about the speed of meter. My mama say, no worry about bad mind them day a long time. Them you can't get rid of. My mama say, all when you do good thing up for them, and have them as a friend, them no member. She tell me say, no play evil no tricks. Them are cooler than three December. So remember. Four seasons That's the way life is 
Remember back what my mother said. It's a word that my mother said. Keep a whole bone in I can remember where Remember back what my mother said. Remember back what my mother said. Keep a whole bone in Remember back what my mother said.
Blessings and grace. And I'm back with technology, starting off on Reuters.com. Amazon rolls out machines that packs orders and replaces jobs. Amazon.com is rolling out machines to automate a job held by thousands of its workers, boxing up customers' orders. The company started adding technology to a handful of warehouses in recent years, which scans goods coming down a conveyor belt and envelops them seconds later in boxes custom-built for each item. Two people who worked on the project told Reuters, Amazon has considered installing two machines at dozens more warehouses, removing at least 24 rolls at each one, these people said. The facilities typically employ more than 2,000 people. That would amount to more than 1,300 cuts across 55 United States fulfillment centers for standard size inventory. Amazon would expect to recover the costs under two years at $1 million per machine plus operational expenses, they said. The plan, previously unreported, shows how Amazon is pushing to reduce labor and boost profits as automation of the most common warehouse task Picking up an item is still beyond its reach. The changes are not finalized because vetting technology before a major deployment can take a long time. We are piloting this new technology with the goal of increasing safety, speeding up delivery times, and adding efficiency across our network. An Amazon spokeswoman said in a statement, we expect the efficiency savings will be reinvested in new services for customers where new jobs will continue to be created. The new machines, known as the carton wrap, from Italian firm CMC SRL, pack much faster than humans. They crank out 600 to 700 boxes per hour, or four to five times the rate of a human packer, the source said. The machine requires one person to load customer orders another to stock cardboard and glue, and a technician to fix jams on occasion. CMC declined to comment. Including other machines known as the Smart Pack, which the company rolled out recently to mail items in patented envelopes, Amazon's technology suite will be able to automate a majority of its human packers. Five rows of workers 
at a facility can turn into two, supplemented by two CMC machines and one smart pack, the person said. The company describes this as an effort to repurpose workers, the person said. It cannot be learned where roles might disappear first and what incentives, if any, are tied to those specific jobs. But the hiring deals that Amazon has with governments are often generous. For the 1,500 jobs Amazon announced last year in Alabama, for instance, the state promised the company $48.7 million over 10 years, its Department of Commerce said. Amazon is not alone in testing CMC's packing technology. JD.com Inc. and Shutterfly Inc. have used the machines as well, the company said, as has Walmart Inc., according to a person familiar with its pilot. Walmart started three and a half years ago and has since installed the machines in several United States locations, the person said. The company declined to comment. These machines are not without flaws. CMC can only produce so many per year. They need a technician on site who can fix problems as they arise, a requirement Amazon would rather do without, the sources said. The super hot glue closing the boxes can pile up and halt a machine. Still other types of automation, like the robotic grocery assembly system of Ocado Group PLC, are the focus of much industry interest. But the boxing machines are already proving helpful to Amazon. The company has installed them in busy warehouses that are driving distance from Seattle, Frankfurt, Milan, Amsterdam, Manchester, and elsewhere, the people said. The machines have the potential to automate far more than 24 jobs per facility, one source said. The company is also setting up nearly two dozen more United States fulfillment centers for small and non-specialty inventory, according to logistics consultancy MWPVL International, which could be ripe for the machines. This is just a harbinger of automation to come. A lights-out warehouse is ultimately the goal, one of the people said. Moving forward onto TheGuardian.com, details emerge of Adarn's plan to tackle online extremism, Christchurch Call. Details have emerged of a plan by New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Adern and French President Emmanuel Macron to eliminate terrorist and violent content online. Adder and Macron will meet in Paris this week on the sidelines of a meeting of digital ministers for the group of seven nations to discuss the plan named the Christ Church Call and urge other leaders to sign up. The New Zealand Prime Minister announced the project in the wake of the Christchurch mosque attacks on March 15th, the worst mass murder in the nation's modern history, in which 51 people were killed, was streamed live online and shared thousands of times. On Monday, the New York Times reported that the initiative would call on signatory nations to adopt and enforce laws that ban objectionable material and set guidelines on how traditional media can report acts of terrorism without amplifying them. However, the pledge does not contain any enforcement or regulatory measures, and it would be up to each individual country and company to decide how it would honor its voluntary commitments. 
a definition of violent extremist content was not included in a draft version of the pledge, and it would be up to individual companies to decide on what constituted objectionable material, the paper said. The pledge asked the tech companies to enforce their terms of service as well as revaluate the algorithms that direct users and extremist content and commit to redirecting people looking for extremist material. At the summit in Paris on Wednesday, Adern will meet with the leaders of global tech giants including Google, Facebook, Microsoft, and Twitter. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg will not attend the event. Moving forward onto Fortune.com, Bitcoin comes to Whole Foods, major retailers in a coup for digital currency. Since its arrival 10 years ago, cryptocurrency has struggled to enter mainstream commerce. This can soon change thanks to a new initiative announced on Monday that will reportedly see big-name retailers, including Crate and Barrel, Nordstrom's, and Amazon-owned Whole Foods, now accept Bitcoin and three other types of digital money. Crate and Barrel, Nordstrom's, Amazon-owned Whole Foods now accept Bitcoin, as well as three other forms of digital currency. The retail initiative comes via a partnership between Flexa, a payment startup, and Gemini, the Winklevoss-owned digital currency company. It works by piggybacking on the digital scanners that many big retailers use to accept phone-based payments from their apps and from digital wallets like Apple. What Flexa has done is persuade the retailers, which include Regal Cinemas, GameStop, and Baskin and Robbins, to configure their scanners to recognize payments from its cryptocurrency app, which is called Speedin. The customer simply holds up their app to pay. The store cashier would typically be unaware the customer is paying with crypto while the merchant receives a real-time payment in the form of their choosing, crypto or dollars. Merchants may be more comfortable offering crypto payments because the scanner system provides an easy way to accept them and because Flexa offers a real-time network to clear the transactions. Gemini takes care of the back-end operations, and the merchant typically receives the cash equivalent of whatever crypto amount the customer paid. According to Flex's CEO, Tyler Spaulding, the appeal for merchants is a chance to lower the commission fees they pay on existing payment networks. Spaulding, who is a veteran of the gift card exchange service Raise, added that crypto payments also offers stores a way to experiment with new types of blockchain-based customer rewards. Fortune contacted six of the retailers participating in the Flexa service, including Whole Foods, and none of them provided a comment. According to a person familiar with the project who spoke on condition of anonymity, the reason for the silence is because the crypto payments are still an experiment and retailers don't want to discuss them until they gain a better understanding of technology and consumer demand. The consumer side, the Flexa system opens the door to an easy way to spend cryptos at stores around town. 
This doesn't mean, though, that more than a handful of people will actually do this, especially given that other payment methods work perfectly well. But there is also a volatility issue. The value of Bitcoin in Speeda app has jumped around 5% today alone, which is fine for an investment, but not for a day-to-day payment tool. According to the Winklevoss twins, the volatility problem can be mitigated by using the Gemini dollar, which is pegged to keep its value very close to one U.S. dollar. In an interview with Fortune, they predicted Flex's ease of use combined with the stability of the Gemini dollar will lead to more widespread use, especially among the growing number of people who appreciate the technology behind cryptocurrency. The idea of living on crypto is now a reality. You can now do it, said Tyler Winklevoss. For the consumer, it amounts to being crypto conscious. It's like being green. Meanwhile, Flex's Spalding told Fortune the company will provide developer kits to other companies that want to incorporate the scanner payment technology into their own apps. Moving forward to TechCrunch.com, yes, Americans can opt out of airport facial recognition. Here's how. Whether you like it or not, facial recognition tech to check in for your flight will soon be coming to an airport near you. More than a dozen United States airports are already rolling out the technology, with many more to go before the U.S. government hits its target of enrolling the largest 20 airports in the country before 2021. Facial recognition is highly controversial and has many divided. On one hand, it reduces paper tickets, and it's meant to be easier for travelers to check in at the airport before their flight. But facial recognition also has technical problems. According to a Homeland Security watchdog, the facial recognition system used in airports only worked 85% in some cases. Homeland Security said the system is getting better over time and will be up to scratch by the supposed 2021 deadline, even if the watchdog has its doubts. Many also remain fearful of the privacy and legal concerns. After all, it's not Customs and Border Protection collecting your facial recognition data directly. It's the airlines, and they pass it on to the government. If you are a U.S. citizen, you can opt out by telling an officer or airline employee at the time of a facial recognition scan. You'll need your United States passport with you, even if you're flying domestically. Border officials or airline staff will manually check your passport or boarding pass like they would normally do before you've boarded a plane. Be on the lookout for any signs that say you can opt out, but also be mindful that there may be none at all. You may have to opt out multiple times from arriving at the airport until you reach your airplane seat. It may sound trite, but right now... The key to opting out of face recognition is to be vigilant, wrote EFF's Jason Kelly. Bad news, if you're not an American, you will not be allowed to opt out. Once the biometric exit program is a nationally scaled, established program, 
foreign nationals will be required to biometrically confirm their exit from the United States at the final boarding point, said CBP spokesperson Jennifer Gabris in an earlier email to TechCrunch. This has been and is a congressional mandate, she said. There are a few exceptions, such as Canadian citizens who don't require a visa to enter the United States are exempt, and diplomatic and government visa holders. Facial recognition data collected by the airlines on United States citizens is stored by Customs and Border Protection for between 12 hours and two weeks and 75 years for non-citizens. The data is stored in several government databases, which border officials can pull up when you're arriving or leaving the United States. Why should you opt out? As an American, it is your right to refuse. Homeland Security once said Americans who didn't want their faces scanned at the airport should refrain from traveling. Now all it takes is a no thing. Moving forward on to CommonDreams.org, San Francisco poised to make history with law banning use of facial recognition technology. The harms of unchecked surveillance are very real, and they often impact immigrant and communities of color disproportionately. Civil liberties advocates on Monday eagerly awaited the results of a vote by San Francisco officials on the city's use of facial recognition technology, hoping the city's Board of Supervisors would vote to ban the surveillance tool. The board is set to vote Tuesday to stop the secret surveillance ordinance, a law that advocates say would make history and potentially encourage other cities to ban the use of facial recognition technology, which is being used increasingly by police and private companies. Since San Francisco is the most technologically advanced city in our country, privacy expert Alvaro Bodea told the Associated Press that the city's rejection of cameras, which can capture anyone's image for use by the police or city agencies, could send a strong message to other government officials. The technology is also unpopular with the public. A majority of respondents in the 2018 poll by the Brookings Institutions said they were opposed to facial recognition being used in stores, airports, and stadiums. Last November, 60% of San Francisco voters approved a measure to strengthen data privacy protections in the city. Facial recognition is one of those technologies that people get how creepy it is. Bodea, director of Georgetown University's Center on Privacy and Technology, told the AP, there's something about this technology that really sets the hairs on the back of people's heads up. Under the proposed ordinance, San Francisco police and city agencies would be barred from using the technology. The rule would also put in place strict oversight of all surveillance technology used by the city, including cameras and license plate readers. City departments would be required to alert the public before attempting to use any new surveillance technology and to obtain board approval before introducing the tools. The measure is being considered amidst the rapid advances by the tech industry as it develops the technology, making it easier for law enforcement to identify faces in a crowd 
and used images of people taken by surveillance cameras to scan databases without regulations barring law enforcement from assessing driver's license databases People who have never been arrested could be part of a virtual police lineup without their knowledge, the AP reported. San Francisco's proposed ordinance would impose controls only on city agencies, not San Francisco International Airport or private companies, which may seek to use the technology to surveil customers. But proponents say the city's embrace of restrictions could urge other local governments to adopt their own measures protecting residents from surveillance. With this law, Cagle said in a statement, San Francisco can demonstrate real tech leadership by giving our communities a seat at the table and the power to create safeguards to prevent misuse. Moving forward to Forbes.com, blockchain goes to work at Walmart, Amazon, J.P. Morgan, Cargrill, and 46 other enterprises. DTCC, Depository Trust Clearing Corp., in a few months will begin the largest live implementation of blockchain, the distribution database technology made popular by the Bitcoin cryptocurrency. Records for about 50,000 accounts in DTCC's trade information warehouse where information on $10 trillion worth of credit derivatives is stored, will move to a customized digital ledger called AxCore. Welcome to the brave new world of enterprise blockchain, where corporations are embracing the technology underlying cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and using it to speed up business processes, increase transparency, and potentially save billions of dollars. At its core, Blockchain is simply a distributed database with an identical copy stored on many computers that facilitates transactions, financial or otherwise, between individuals or companies that don't know or trust each other. It's virtually impossible to cheat since every transaction is recorded in many places and the details of those transactions are visible to everyone. Companies are already using blockchain to track fresh-caught tuna from fishing hooks in the South Pacific grocery shelves, to speed up insurance claims, and to manage medical records. Total corporate and government spending on blockchain should hit $2.9 billion in 2019, an increase of 89% over the previous year, and reach $12.4 billion by 2022 according to the International Data Corp. When PwC surveyed 600 blockchain-savvy execs last year, 84% said their companies are involved with blockchain. The version of blockchain future these companies are building is, for the most part, far different from what the founders and early adopters of blockchain had envisioned. While many cryptocurrency idealists fantasize about a global public network of individuals connected directly and democratically without middlemen, these companies, many of which are middlemen themselves like DTCC, are building private networks they will use to profit from centralized management. Not surprisingly, financial firms from Alliance to Visa and J.P. Morgan Chase dominate the list. 
but blockchain 50 companies run the gamut of industries, including energy firm BP, retailer Walmart, and media company Comcast. Despite the surge in corporations working on blockchain projects, the technology is still new, and relatively few have generated significant revenues or savings. The one group that is getting rich from the current enterprise blockchain gold rush, consultants. Consultants. Deloitte, PwC, KPMG, and EY, and Tata Consultancy Services are deploying small armies to preach the virtues of blockchain to the C-suite and are charging huge fees to help companies implement the technology. Deloitte, for example, has 1,400 full-time blockchain employees. India's Tata has 1,000 staffers, 600 of them full-time in its blockchain unit. Tech firms, including Oracle, SAP, and Amazon, are also staking out their turf. Part technology firm, part consultant, IBM, may be the biggest and most successful enterprise blockchain company of all. Besides helping create Hyperledger Fabric, the company has 1,500 staffers, mostly engineers, devoted to the new technology and reports that its IBM blockchain powers 500 client projects. IBM Food Trust, for example, counts Walmart, Kroger, Nestle, and Carrefour, the French grocer, among its 50-plus members. IBM is also behind Trust Chain, a consortium of companies in the supply chain for diamonds and jewelry, including Rio Tinto Diamonds, Acai Refining, and Hellsberg Diamonds. Health Utility Network, another big blue group, counts three of the five largest United States health insurers, Aetna, Cigna, and Anthem, as members. The power of any blockchain network is in its participants and its members, says IBM's WIC. It matters little whether those members are crypto idealists or global corporations. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace. Big ball women, round of applause. Get my goals, women, round of applause. Know my roots, women, round of applause. If they come and get you, get you, get you. I'm under my sweater, gonna get a female bitch, a bitch, a bitch, she gon' catch you. Big ball women, gonna come and applaud. Got my back, woman, I do applaud. I'm an F E M A L E from the ghetto. Yeah, she got a brain instead of those. She work by the now, still got time for the metro. Dancing out of way and forget about the echoes of the ghetto. I can get cause she never leave the ghetto. Gotta tell them kids a memo. Cause in time she gonna let go, she a queen And you know she never leave, they be waiting for a stumble But she never treat the thing She never trip again. Need a tenant, class, wrong. Asking if baby got back, got it from the motherland. Mother Mary never met a mother can be like that. So far, only made in Africa. Cause the women in my village only carry five stars. F E M, my God. F E M A E. 
for me no trolls Trouble no one, so no one should trouble I
focused on the dollar and the dream until the body lets down on you. You say the cat is hard to chew, so you'd rather eat your junk food. Stagnant frequency inside the temple. Now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. You better eat your greens, greens, greens. Asparagus, parsley, cucumber, kale, and don't forget the collard greens. You know I love my avocado I'm in love with the cocoa coconut Daylight come told me I go pick a bunch of green banana Boil it in a stew So you know I gotta add some callaloo Eat your greens. Blessings and grace. And I'm back with Herbnology. I'll be discussing the health benefits of citronella essential oil. Citronella essential oil inhibits bacterial growth. It also fights depression and gives relief from anxiety, sadness, and negative feelings. It induces a fresh, happy feeling and hope. It eliminates infections. The antiseptic properties of the oil fights infections and wounds, as well as the urinary tract, urethra, prostate, and kidney, while simultaneously protecting them from developing sepsis, relieves spasms. It has anti-inflammatory properties, removes bad odor, eliminates toxins, stimulates urination, reduces fever, inhibits fungal growth. It's also an insect repellent, prevents stomach disorders. It's a stimulant. The stimulating effects of the essential oil of citronella stimulates blood circulation, secretion, and discharges like hormones and enzymes from the glands and the brain while also increasing activity in the nervous system. It acts as a tonic. The property means that citronella essential oil has an overall toning effect on the body. It tones up digestion, excretion, the nervous system, and the brain while fortifying the body. It kills intestinal worms. It should be administered in mild doses to children since children are most prone to worms. It is effective in both round worms and tapeworms. Furthermore, this all can be used in treatments like oily skin, oily hair, abnormal palpitations, colitis, migraines, neuralgia, fatigue, headache, nausea, and abdominal pain resulting from gas or cramps. The essential oil of citronella forms fine blends with the essential oils of cedarwood, clary sage, eucalyptus, geranium, lavender, lemon, peppermint, rosemary, and tea tree. Essential oil of citronella. Look to the nature of the Most High for your healing needs. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. 
Blessings and grace. Cause me pretty, don't you think he can get ugly? I kill them softly, still that one ya yeah, I go hard When me step forward, me no one no hypocrites around me Mother of the earth, I bring balance and set the laws Protecting the children and the elders from creation When necessary, stepping on the front line of the war Balance to me, king together, building up the nation Tied to with the rifle and plenty ammunition I'm a lion, this, me ever bless Ready figure conquer anything we can fit this I'm a lion, yes, yeah. goddess in a flesh The universal woman represents Once again, yeah. Fire, daughter, I uphold the 
like Let it catch your eye Green kyanite, madam tree if you like Kiss to the sky when I fly by rise Get your mind right, prize for the one that survives Living through the mic and the mind ain't blind 22 and land so I catch all the lies Man, attention Are you feeling like you're ready for the prayer that you've been praying? I got the wisdom, understand long life is in my right hand. I got what I need, repeat. I got what I need, undersee by the tyranny. I hope you hear me, possibly. Everybody listen up to what I see. I plead that my team has mercy on your dreams. Like J. Jim say, just call it Luna Day. No negativity zone if you want to stay in the light. Hold tight, cause he's about to take flight to the sunstone, cause the aura is right. Got the key of life, so I'm planting seeds. This is hype, but learn her. Midori, rare, but be sure, truly gon' learn what it means. Take a better look, cause it is what it seems. Never, oh, never will I waste my time. Treat sweet need water, I want mine with lime. Give me some more, hence so find out dry. Basic necessities, front of the line. Come with the crown, let me see how it shines. Make sure it's secure and it compliments mine. Hey, now, what you say? Going my way? What's your mind on? You gon' learn today. Your ooh, 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 too sweet. Ladies, with the mind of the man gets cold. New to your ears? Hello, now you know your name, just in case you ain't know. Wait, let it simmer. I think that we just have found our winner. And the prize goes to you, how true, just check the Your Highness, 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 Your Highness. Space. You heighten, you cannot reach me Through lessons you cannot teach me Your learning yearning goes deeper Than flesh and bones which deceive you I'll never for once mislead you Like they mean to I can be that little ray of light In your heart that will shine through the dark That ignites to a flame and provided a spark I can never be a side chick or magic to a bad bitch Bitch, you take seats, not thrones I and I, you build your castle and scale your seas I reap your harvest and planting seeds I wear the crown to fight out Cause the gravity of earth cannot hold a queen down Shit talker, quit talking, get walking Quit squawking, vultures be hawking and gawking One mission, seven queens, several nations in hell With the king draws near Listen, hold up your head and in good grace Love be your will, hope be your faith Come claim your kingdom, freedom's at your discretion Girl, don't you wait Come face your demons and free them Next time you see them say Will you step to me, say to me, your highness Will you step to me, say to me, your highness Come face your demons and free them Next time you see them say Will you step to me, say to me, your highness Will you step to me, say to me, your highness Your highness, Talking to me, your highness. You once like poison to the people you feed. You miss your highness. You unfaithful, you deceive. You be able, but not your me. Your highness, I'm the queen. Now off with your the highness. Your
been misinformed Yes, please be alarmed King, queen, god, and goddess Let's take down Goliath Calling them authority They calling us minority Put your mind on Cause we holding a majority You, you all have been misinformed Yes, please be alarmed King, queen, god, and goddess Let's take down Goliath Calling them authority They calling us minority Put your mind on Cause we holding a majority You all have been misinformed Yes, please be alarmed King, queen, god, and goddess Let's take down Goliath Calling them authority They calling us minority Put your mind on Cause we holding a majority You all have been misinformed Yes, please be alarmed King, queen, god, and goddess Let's take down Goliath Calling them authority They calling us minority Put your mind on Cause we holding the majority It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace and welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. I'll be starting off with the metaphysical meaning of doubt. Doubt is unsettled state of opinion concerning the reality of the truth of something. Doubt is the Satan of every man. Doubt is the root of weakness, mental and physical. If men had faith in themselves and the ability of spirit within them, they would become giants where they are but pygmies. And Miriam is Hebrew for contradiction, outcry, protest, rebellion, perversion, bitterness, grief, sorrow, amiable, aromatic, sweet-smelling, fragrant, height, altitude, elevation, exaltation. Mary and Miriam both come from the same root word. There is no name that offers a wider range of seemingly conflicting ideas. Myrrh also comes from the same root, offering the same contradiction of bitterness to the taste and aroma to the smell. The taste among the ancient sages was always associated with sensuous desires, covetousness, whereas smell was associated with spirit, breath, understanding, and inspiration. A sister of Moses and Aaron in Exodus 15:20, she accompanied them out of Egypt and on their journey through the wilderness toward the promised land. She was smitten by leprosy because of condemning Moses and was healed again by means of Moses' prayer in Numbers 12:10. Later she died at Kadesh, Numbers 21. Another Miriam is mentioned in 1 Chronicles 4.17. Metaphysically, Miriam is the soul or the feminine side of love quality that is active in man. While he is struggling to free himself from the errors and selfishness of personality, that he may be fully released from all bondage to human limitations and into holy into the promised land of wholeness and truth. At the Miriam stage of overcoming the soul has not yet been delivered from all its bitter 
rebellious sense tendencies or desires, though it has been awakened to its higher possibilities. Miriam died at Kadesh. The feminine love quality experiences a higher revelation of spirit and a deeper cleansing at this stage of unfoldment. Magdalene is Hebrew for of or from Magadan, the surname of one of the Marys who followed Jesus. The name, no doubt, indicates Magdadan, where she was born and lived, Matthew 27 and 56 and Luke 8 2. Metaphysically, Magdalene is a thought springing from and belonging to that in consciousness which Magadan signifies. Mary Magdalene was a woman out of whom Yeshua cast seven demons. She became one of his most devoted followers and lifting up power and consciousness and letting this greatly increased faculty be guided by emotions and desires of the human soul may invite demons or seemingly established error thought, activities, and habits that need the power of Christ's word to dissolve their hold on the soul and set that individual free. And Magadan, Magadan is Hebrew for elevation, tower, fortress, castle, greatness, a village on the west shore of the Sea of Galilee, Matthew 15.39. It is thought to have been the birthplace of Mary Magdalene. Metaphysically, Magadan is exalting and magnifying strength in consciousness. Exalting and magnifying strength in consciousness. And Onan. Onan is Hebrew for able-bodied strong, stout, virile, vigorous, substantiated, wealthy, luminous, bright, son of Judah by the daughter of Shua, a Canaanite. Metaphysically, Onan, while this thought is of a higher nature than that of Onam, the Herorite, yet it is not spiritual, but it is of the intellect. It is influenced, too, by lower carnal soul emotions and tendencies. Therefore, it is liable to bring about inharmony and error because of misdirection of energy. Misdirection of energy. Yet in itself, it is good, and if directed by spiritual understanding, yields great blessings. Sha'af is Hebrew for cutting off, separating, division, Divided mind, doubtful, skeptical, divided opinions, branches. A son of Jadai, of the tribe of Judah, First Chronicles 2.47, son of Caleb and his concubine, Makkah, and founder of Madmana, of the land of Judah, First Chronicles 2.49. Metaphysically, Sha'af, in its most positive or extreme sense, Sha'af signifies denial, denial of error. Preceding this comes a division of thought in the mind, a certain discernment between good and seeming error. 
If this discernment is applied negatively, double-mindedness might enter in. Doubt, skepticism, divided opinions. And double-mindedness is the contemplation of a world both good and evil, mental acceptance of a principle of evil as well as of good. This constitutes a denial of God as omnipresent good. Amphipolis. Amphipolis is Greek for around the city, about the city, surrounded city, a Macedonian city through which Paul and Silas passed while Paul was on one of his missionary journeys in Acts 17.1. Amphipolis metaphysically means that truth passes through several stages in entering the mind. Doubt then examination, then great desire for the truth, then acceptance. Doubt, then examination, then great desire for the truth, then acceptance. These are represented by the Gentile cities Amphipolis, Apollonia, and Thessalonica, through which Paul passed, and Bereo, where he received the word with all readiness of mind. Tekoa is Hebrew for striking, driving, pitching a tent, fixing of tents, fastening, securing, settling, pledging, confirming, trumpet blast, alarm, signal, clapping of hands. A city of Judah founded by Ashur, 1 Chronicles 2.24, it was fortified by Rehoboam in 2 Chronicles 11.6. Amos was among the herdsmen of Tekoa, Amos 1.1, the wise woman who Joab sent to David to intercede for Absalom, lived in Tekoa, 2 Samuel 14.2. Metaphysically, Tekoa is the establishing in the individual of a more firm and abiding idea regarding his body, fastening, securing, and confirming. And Ashur, Ashur is Hebrew for blackness, black, aurora, the dawn, morning, break forth, become free, a free man, successful, a Judite, and the father or founder of Tekoa, 1 Chronicles 2, 24, and 4, 5. Metaphysically, Tekoa means confirming, settling, securing, fixing of tents, and represents the establishing in the individual of a more firm and abiding idea regarding his body. This is accomplished by Ashur, founder of Tekoa, who typifies recognition that the entire man, spirit, soul, and body, is free of spiritual origin and not bound by the limitations of matter. A free man. And Darda. Darda is Hebrew for pearl of knowledge, pearl of wisdom, a son of Mahol. Darda was one of the wise men of Israel, but his wisdom was exceeded by that of Solomon, 1 Kings 4.31. Metaphysically, Darda is a perception by the individual 
of his true source of wisdom, Christ, as the realization is ahead of the perception of truth. However, so Solomon exceeds Darda and that Solomon signifies the actual expressing and manifesting of the Christ wisdom. Zoan is Hebrew for Egypt, depressed region, low region, loading beast for a journey, departure, removal, migration. A very prominent city of ancient Egypt, built seven years later after Hebron, Numbers 13.22. It was a dwelling place of some of the kings or princes of Egypt, Isaiah 19.11.34. Its destruction is prophesied in Ezekiel 30.14, the field of Zoan, Psalms 78.12. Metaphysically, Zoan is a lowered state of vitality, a depressed, dejected, unstable center thought of activity in the subconscious phase of mind in man. This state of thought is due to the belief that man, and especially the substance of which is his body is composed, is material and is separate from one ever-present source of unlimited, never-ending life, vitality, substance, strength, and joy. Hakoz is Hebrew for the thorn, the thorn bush, the briar, the wounding, the cutting of fruits, the harvest, the summer, the nimble. Quick and light in motion. A Levite priest to whom the seventh lot fell for service in the temple in David's reign. First Chronicles 24.10 a Judaite father of Anub, 1 Chronicles 4.8, the children of the Hakaz of Ezra, 2.61, could not show their genealogy and so were put from the priesthood. This was after the return from the Babylonian captivity. Metaphysically, Hakuz means the quickness and lightness of the action of true thoughts and consciousness, the nimble. Also, the harvest or time of reaping. The thorn, the annoyance or cause of trouble connected with this name is a doubt on our part at times as to the truth of some new idea or experience that comes to us. This doubt is caused by our confusion of thought. Then we hesitate to accept the idea or to see good in the experience. We may even go so far as to think it evil, and cast it out of consciousness. This is symbolized by the Hakuz, whose descendants could not show their genealogy after their return from the Babylonian captivity, so were expelled from the priesthood. And Chaldea. Chaldea is Greek for savant, astrologer, magi. An Asiatic country lying on both sides of the Euphrates River, Jeremiah 50.10 and Ezekiel 11.24. It was a portion of Babylon and in a general sense included all of Babylonia. Metaphysically, Chaldea is the psychic realm in man, the savant, the magi, the astrologer, posing as the true spiritual realm, 
thus deceiving the individual and robbing him of the spiritual contact and the good that he is seeking. And Hananiah. Hananiah is Hebrew for whom Jehovah has graciously given. Jah is gracious, mercy of Jehovah, compassion of Jah. There are several Israelitish men by this name in 1 Chronicles 3.19 and Daniel 1.6 mention two of them. Metaphysically, Hananiah is the knowledge of Jehovah, the indwelling Christ, as love, mercy, goodness, and the channel of all power, wisdom, truth to the manifest man. Not all the men of this name, however, understood that the goodness and free gifts of spirit come to us by direct law, and that in order to receive them consciously and utilize them in our life, we must observe the law of justice, of right and order, the law of the working out of truth. The Hananiah of Jeremiah 28, 1-17 typifies the persons of today, or that phase of thought in each of us that would like to think, and some do deceive themselves into believing, that because God is love and mercy that may do anything that they choose, regardless of the law of justice and right, and reap all the goodness of God just the same. Such beliefs are a mistake, for in order to experience the blessings of the grace of God, we must put ourselves in line with them by cleansing our mind and heart and life, and by doing the will of the Father, thus keeping the divine law. We must keep the spotlight on ourselves and on the divinity that dwells within to filter through the muck and mire that those tries to send in our direction. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace.
Blessings and grace, I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Woman's Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music. Sarak, Chi Hai, Swords Low, Akura Naru, Boom Bap, featuring Sarak and Dynasty, Tall Black Guy, Fly Cadillac, Dr. Phil Valentine, Sun Ra, Godspell, The Highness Collective, Your Highness, Trisha, featuring Queen Africa, Fire Daughter, F Soul, Greens, Queen Omega, Never Trouble No One, Sampa the Great, Female, Saint Germain, Mama Said, Akaya, Keep Your Eyes Open, Fritzwa, Lies and Ego, Yeza, Rebel Impress, Bodhisattva, featuring K.B. Mimosa, Reach from the Heart, Lauren Hill, World is a Hustle, Aaron Maya, Purpose of Me, The Clark Sisters, Endow Me, John Nine, Preacher Man, The Whitefield Brothers, featuring Bajaka, Earthology, Sarak, Exhibit She, John Nine, Intentions. Remember that you are water, Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth. Ground, build, give. Peace, blessings, love, and strength. To all. Introducing the one that's so broad you can't match it. The stash under the mattress, the secret, the destroyer of ratchet. The one they tuck away and try to hide. The one spitting that fire. The one with the presence you can't deny. Deniable collaboration. Queen biz, suitable to run entire nations. But y'all keep having the same old conversations. Like we're real MCs, huh? A cool with DY, stop playing. Now who are you saying is ill? Ain't real. Pushing babies to kill. Anything for a deal. These record execs do anything for a feel. That's why we see so many perpetrators, no skills, not here. 
northern hemisphere Fashion from the flash of a light in the darkest of years I'm for where the peaceful depart and apocalypse live But you wonder where I get all that drive like a sock because kid I will not bow or break ever under your pressure Rooted in your conscience with every breath that I measure Every verse that get fresher, every bar like a bar Your pressure's hard every seven Sorry they never told you but I bleed sixteens I believe this thing will be be wrong for my this league of queens Eager to hurt your feelings cause I'm a bully with verb Encourage best to get effort so I can murder your words Your perjuries and contempt in this institution of music Using you as my muse to improve this beautiful movement Spit for my soul so the whole planet can feel it It's rock, D-Y, and I rule the goddess squad in the building Just me in a row, you know. 